Hello there, and welcome to Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by ATBSports.net. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. And we got another sh- weekly show for you. I'm not sure if we're going to be able to pump out two this week. Pump it out. Pump it. Nah, schedules are looking a little weird since we had to push this back a day. So, anything's still still possible. You never know. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> just do it! Nothing is impossible. Don't let your dreams be dreams. The negative one's way better. Let your dreams be dreams. Yeah, oh God, yeah. It's, it's almost awkward. But we have a full show ahead for you. Um, we have our news and injuries, uh, followed with play of the week. We have our primetime pirate. I skipped over something, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Yeah, cream of the crop and flippity flops. Uh, pr- uh, we got a new segment. Uh, usually, typically, like to wait until we get to that segment to reveal uh, primetime pie results and predictions. Our starts of the week for week twelve and our CWFL updates. I just had to yawn, so I, I turned oh, yeah. away from quick. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to full blast a yawn into the mic. Yeah, <laughs> we sound like a gnarly T Rex. <laughs> we'll jump right in uh, to our news, injuries, and play of the week. First up, the biggest injury that happened this week, at least from what I've seen, is Marlon Mack uh, going out with a fractured hand out multiple weeks. It looks like, and it and for sure out for the Thursday night game against the Texans. All I've seen so far on that was one this week for sure potentially more it being a short week too doesn't help no god no so anything I, I still think there may be hope for him depends on how severe it is i didn't see anything as far as severity it, it couldn't come at a worse worse stretch though for people right now especially with playoffs looming and with as well as he's been playing he was a for sure playoff winner for some people i knew we forgot something one second squeak thud had to shut the door because it makes the sound quality even better. Woo. But, yeah, uh, Marlon Mack's out of your lineup. Um, Naheem Hines is a guy to look at, and I forgot. Give me one second because he's on the list here of added players. Jonathan Williams is the other running back to to potentially look at. And then um, I know we'll, we'll talk about that later. That's something completely different. I, say, I, I think Naeem Hines is going to get the – the lion's share of the work there now that max gone. Well, he's their he's their pass catching back, so I think Jonathan Williams could be serviceable as a flex option. Uh, the Texans D is nothing. I mean, it's it's nothing at this point. They're, it's not it's, it's nothing spectacular, that's for sure. Yeah, with with them trading away Jadavian Clowney and then JJ Watt being out the rest of the season, their secondary is already god awful. Oh yeah. So it's. A flex option at best for Jonathan Williams. I think Naheem Hines, same for him, too. But I think he should be in most 12-team lineups. All right. After that, uh, we have uh, Jameis, who did uh, come up a little hobbled. Didn't leave the game at all. And he said his his injury, uh, which was his ankle, uh, got rolled up on by a one of his own offensive linemen, I believe. Uh, yeah, I think he got pushed back into him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he was fine still. I mean, awful as a QB for a franchise, but still decent for your fantasy. <laughs> Honestly, though, if he was off the field, would it really matter with all the turnovers? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's usually the best player for the other team. I don't even. I can't even think right now who their backup is. Uh, do they have one? Hold on, let me look it up here real quick. If you want to go ahead and start talking about the next injury, uh, so you got Auden Tate, who was carted off in a very awkward tackle. Is it looked like he got folded up? Um, it was scary though. Yeah, the way he just kind of like laid back down. I guess everything still seems okay. They're th- 
He was giving a thumbs up as he was carted off. Yeah, and they're saying they're going to put him through uh, concussion protocol, but their their hopes are way higher than they were after the initial hit. But aside from that, I didn't really see anything else. I don't know if you saw anything more other than the fact that... No. So, it's looking like a neck injury. I, I read oh, I read something. I don't remember what it was. But it's not as severe as they thought, and they're just putting him through concussion protocol. Uh, it's Ryan Griffin, by the way, as their backup quarterback, somebody most people haven't even heard of. So does the tight end for the Jets also play quarterback for the Bucks? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so moving on from Auden Tate, thoughts and uh, thoughts and prayers. Honestly, I mean we're not religious people, but thoughts and prayers go out to him and, oh, and his family because that was scary looking. Just to watch a man get folded like that was it was honestly terrifying. Uh, everything I saw about Evan Ingram is still in the walking boot and is not practicing as of Monday because they had the bye week, so they start practice a little earlier than most teams. Um, but he did not practice on Monday. Uh, keep an eye on him. He's he's designated questionable now. And he, I, I know in some fantasy formats, he's projected points. So I think the outlook is good for him, even though he's not practicing. It's probably just more precautionary at this point. And then same thing for his teammate, too, which I didn't put him in the injury report. But Saquon is has a questionable designation as well. Looks like he should be fine. And good Saquon himself came out and said that he didn't feel 100% after that high ankle sprain. So I'm, I'm thinking. I thought, I thought his last one was well. Yeah, after his high ankle sprain that he suffered earlier this year. Yeah, he he didn't come back 100, percent and now he has a shoulder injury to boot. Oh, is that what it is? Yep. I didn't see the. I didn't see anything on the shoulder. I just thought it was still his ankle. Real quick too, since we're talking about injuries, we forgot something. Oh, ouch, give people. <laughs> I I was. We just went right into it. I, I know. I saw. It. I saw it sitting there on your lap, so I thought I'd throw it over to you real quick. <laughs> um, Devonta Freeman may play this week. He uh, could potentially miss more time. It just depends. Follow the practice reports. Keep an eye on him. I know his foot sprain is still iffy, but if if he's not playing, Brian Hill had a shitty game. Yeah. Uh, they went to Kadri Allison, I think his name is, a lot more, and I think uh, Kadri got the touchdown as well in that game out of the two running backs, but I still think Brian Hill is the go-to guy. And yeah, say, and, and if you picked up Brian Hill and he does and Freeman does play – all stocks and Hill are just tanking. Gone. Yeah, they're gone. Just I mean, toast. he's he's turns into what? Oh God, I can't even think of what their backup's name was before he got hurt. God, why can't I think of his name, dude? I'm drawing blanks, man. I'm a little sleepy right now. Say, I I I'm gonna offer you zero help in this regard. I don't know why I can't think of it right now. Oh, Ito Smith. I didn't even have to pull it up. <laughs> I just r- randomly remembered it. But yeah, Ito. He he will turn back into the Ito Smith role, which is pointless for yep. fantasy. Say, uh, after that's uh, Matt Breida. Um, he's getting another person to look at his ankle. Um, I don't think it was – it really wasn't that bad from what I read, though. Nothing was really severe. He's always had uh, – the last two years he's had ankle issues. Yeah. So, he played through it most most of the time last year, though. So, they're, they're, I think they're looking maybe another two weeks out for him mm-hmm. from what I read. Just, so, that, that keeps Tevin Coleman as, like, a solid RB2, and that – makes Raheem Mostert a startable flex option. Yep. Um, moving on from him, his teammate, George Kittle, TBD. To be decided later in the week. <laughs> yeah, see, uh, nobody knows anything about what happened to his knee. Mm-hmm. I, I, unless but, you've but read they, something. No. I've I, read nothing on it. Yeah, I didn't see anything. And it's weird, too, because I don't know if you've noticed in the games, he's sitting up in the press box. Yeah, he's not even down with the team. Yeah, I don't know why. Which is super <laughs> weird, because 
Adam Thielen's out. He was right there on the sidelines. Yeah, most most players, if they're out and they're able to like walk around and move, even if not, it, even Matt Stafford was around. Yeah, he's got a broken back. Uh huh. <laughs> and I, even if somebody has a leg issue, they're on the sideline with crutches. Yeah. So maybe he was just like you know trying to live the high life for a little bit. I I just think he's he gets so fucking hyped they didn't want him jumping around on the sideline. If you know, I can believe that. <laughs> if somebody told me that he just gets too excited, we wanted to sit the giant child down. <laughs> Because if he starts jumping around up here and he falls out, he's dead. Uh, that's more or less everything we have for uh, injury updates. Uh, that'll move us right into our play of the week. And there were some good plays. There were better plays than the one we picked. But as as far as plays of the week, like that high class that, you know, you, like the spin cycle, for example. Yeah. It's slim pickings. Uh, Jeremy Grant's kick return should have been play of the week, but it because he ran 138 total yards on a 101-yard kickoff return for a yeah, touchdown. Right. Um, and then the Cortland Sutton uh, pass to Tim Patrick was yeah, it amazing. Was so yeah. pretty. And then they kept they kept running like end-arounds with him like two plays after that too. It, he kept getting stuffed after that, but, but yeah, it it uh that was a great play. We're picking this one our actual play of the week. I want I want to give an honorable mention. Yeah. The touchdown got called back. Mm-hmm. But the celebration Oh, for Quentin Nelson. Yeah, doing the keg stand. Yeah, the uh, all-pro uh, right guard or left guard? Left he, guard. Yeah, I, all I knew is he was a guard. But I really wish they would have let, let the touchdown stand because it made the celebration more worth it. You you wish the touchdown would have keg stand? It. Shut up. <laughs> but, but yeah. So, keg but, stood? <laughs> but but go ahead with what, what you actually chose. Uh, we picked the Dak screen to Zeke. Which which was a fantastic catch. Yeah, because he... he Put, he put the screen in a spot where the defensive end couldn't get his hands on it, floated yep. it over him. Uh, Zeke made a great twisting catch where he kept it off of the ground and then just looked up and there was nothing but green grass in front of him. Got into the end zone and was doing doing the DAC. Everybody knows what the DAC is now, mostly at this point, where he's doing the little hip twist. little. Yep. It's so like you're if, shooting your hip at somebody. Like, see, and if you don't know what it is, go to the Facebook page. I did share a video of him doing it. Um, it's the celebration was incredible. Yeah, <laughs> and it's and, adorable the the chemistry that those two have together. Uh, did, They're like best friends. Did we just become best friends? Yep. <laughs> they were part of the same draft class. Zeke was first round pick, and Dak was the fourth round pick that year. So no shit. Mm-hmm. I I never remembered when Dak got picked up. Along with oh, I, I can't remember. There was another player in the second round who ended up playing for playing for us as well. Uh, Lyle Collins was an undrafted free agent, too. He's our starting right tackle. He did go down with a knee injury, so that's a little scary for, for Dak and them playing the Patriots this week. Yeah, that's a nasty defense they're going up against this mm-hmm. week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for our news, injuries, and play of the week. And uh, going to move right on to our cream of the crop. And the flippity flops. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were going to hit the air horn on that one. <laughs> Rankings for week 11. Doot, 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 doot. That's the music. That, that's our transition that music. Sounded, that was real close to copyright infringement for Mario. Was it? Well, then now you just took it into it. All right, quarterbacks. Number one, Josh Allen. Barely. By the nippleest of hairs. Just the nippleest. Yeah. He uh, finished with 33.8 points. Uh, keep in mind, this is traditional four-point-per-touchdown scoring uh, when we go over our quarterback list. 256 yards passing, 56 rushing yards, just all around looked amazing. 
uh, was playing Miami, so that helped. Three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. It's he's one of the best streaming options out there. Yep. Uh, number two for Baltimore was Lamar Jackson. MVP, MVP, MVP. Which I really, I really want him to win it over Russell. For oh, some so reason. do I. <laughs> um, I will say the only, and I think the only, because Seahawks were on by this week, mm-hmm. but Lamar is now number one because of that. Yeah, and uh, I, it's betting odds in Vegas spiked for for Lamar Jackson, who's now favored as yeah. the number one MVP go getter. So he had thirty three and a half points. Uh, 222 in the air, 86 in the ground, which I think is his lowest rushing total this year. Um, False. False as fuck. You sure? 86 yards was his lowest total. Well, while, while you looked that up, I was... He yeah, had, he's had he's had five games, six games lower... Or no, five. Uh, 46 in week three, 66 in week four, 70 in week five... 61 in week 9 and 65 in oh. week 10. Well, I'll shut the fuck up then. Um, <laughs> oh, we, sorry, and 6 in week 1. <laughs> oh, that was the week he came out to prove a point. Yeah. Um, for a running back. <laughs> yeah. So he had four touchdowns in the air. Uh, Highlight of the week, too, was Mark Ingram's press conference. Oh, uh, God. After yeah. the game with him talking it's about. So good. The, the number one. He's future MVP of the NFL and like got yes. super wide eyed. Like yeah. you, if you don't believe that, come talk to me, talk to me. <laughs> he was so jacked, man. I want whatever he's on. And I wouldn't want to fuck with Mark Ingram cause he is a chode of a man. <laughs> he looks like he could fucking, he looks like he could power slam Andre the giant. Honestly, he could probably run through my house without stopping. Yeah. <laughs> hey, your uh, boy's but, number three. Yeah. Look, my boy. What? Your, your boy is number three. No, he's not. Not on my screen. Is it my screen? Are you in the right league? Yeah. Why is it, why is it doing this to Are us? you in the right league? Yes. I am in our league, CWFL. I'm Look at that. Kings. Dak Prescott, number three. Did Jimmy lose points for you that I'm not seeing? I'm thoroughly confused. Let me see this. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. That's really weird. So apparently there is a flip flop, uh, a little hiccup here between number three and number four. How many points does it have, Jimmy G? Thirty-one point seven. It has him point one point ahead of Dak. It, did, do I did I click a button wrong? Stats week 11, 2019. Yeah, and the rankings. That's exactly what I have. So that's two weeks in a row. It's done this to us. That's super weird. I don't know. So number three, and number four, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy G, G, and Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott uh, both finished. 29 to 30 points, somewhere in that range. Right. To 32, somewhere in that range. And, uh, I mean, Dak, he looks amazing. He threw for 444 yards. He's two-thirds of Satan. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Maths. Hit you with that quick maths. Quick maths. 18 rushing yards, just a little little of whipped cream on the top there. (laughs) Three passing touchdowns to three separate receivers. Uh, instead of hitting all three of the major wide receivers this week, he hit Randall Cobb and then both running backs. <laughs> he hit Tony <laughs> Pollard for one and Zeke for one. Which probably upset you and your team, even though you still won uh, quite handily thanks to some ouchies. Yeah. Uh, On the Monday night game, we'll yeah. talk about those. Uh, but, yeah, real quick for injury-wise, um, Damian Williams, everything I saw, he looks like he should be fine and healthy and ready to come back. And same thing for Tyreek Hill. He should be fine. Tyreek looked like he just strained his. Yeah, and, and and he he was 
walking around the sideline. It's just I think they were holding him out just yeah. in case. And then the was it? Sam, did Sammy Watkins leave too? No, he just doesn't exist anymore <laughs> yeah. on the team because he sucks. Um, he's been on my bench ever since week two because I I gave him a chance in week two. Um, but the one quarter was it Shady or was it Williams that left with clutching his chest? Uh, oh no, it was Damien. Damien had a, a rib injury. Yeah, so they're they're thinking it's fractured. Oh, so yeah, Damien Williams. Sorry, I, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I didn't see a whole lot, but from the one thing that I did see, it said he might have been fine. I don't. If he's got a rib fracture, he's not coming back anytime soon. Yes, yeah, it was. It was. It's either bruised or something minor, or somebody said I read somewhere a fracture or something like that. Uh, moving on from those, well, Jimmy G two also had 400 yards passing against that god awful um, Arizona defense. Arizona defense had four passing touchdowns and two interceptions. Did throw the ball 45 times too, which is insane. One, um, one less time than Dak. Jeff Big Drixel, Driscoll, Drixel. <laughs> He's got that big Driscoll energy. That just sounds dirty. Yeah, like and not dirty in like a. It naughty sounds like way. dribble. That's yeah, why. like dirty in like a. Dirt and gross way, yeah. but he uh, he bowled out against the Cowboys. I mean, had a rushing touchdown and two passing touchdowns. It did have fifty-one yards rushing. He is a viable streaming option, honestly. With with Stafford out, and uh, let me hear and them going up here. against Washington mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, they have Washington this week, uh, Chicago, and Minnesota the weeks after that. So maybe if you're in the fantasy playoffs and you're in a pinch, somebody gets hurt or yeah, something. If you're desperate, Tampa Bay in week fifteen. So. That's a, another streaming option. He does he does run very well. Yeah, he looked good uh, on his feet. Uh, Kyler Murray coming in at number six. I don't really want to go too much further past that. No. Uh, well, I do. One more at least. Sam Darnold, number seven. My QB start of the week last week. Which we need to uh, we'll talk about that side pie. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll talk about that now. Because if you w- listen to last episode, which you better have. I don't know why you wouldn't. You're um, a fucking bully. <laughs> Um, we, we made a side bet on quarterbacks last, last week. I almost said last year for some reason, um, that I thought Kyle Allen was going to finish better than Sam Darnold. However, for some reason, Atlanta's defense decided to start showing up this year. Kyle Allen still finished better than Tom Brady, Jared Goff, and Deshaun Watson. Gross. Because... But was still quarterback 23 on the week with his four interceptions. Yeah. So, Sam Darnold finished with 24.4 points. And where's Kyle Allen? Yeah, Kyle had five. Yeah. So, he almost... What did you Mine say? says 9.7. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I have 5.7. I'm thoroughly confused. I have him... He's... One I'm trust. I trust yours more because that's my yours is the minus two per interception. Mine, I think mine's still showing minus one per interception for. Some yeah, reason. because it's got him below Tom on mine. That's so weird. Your phone's drunk, dude. Apparently, <laughs> but so I'm I'm going to be eating a, a a pie on top of whatever our results were. Well, I'm getting one too, so yeah. we'll talk about that a little. Later. I wasn't trying to spoil the yeah. segment. Um, number one, big muff fucking surprise at running back. Okay. Hey, hey, bet you don't know who it is. <laughs> CMC. Yep. Who, without with, getting in the end without zone. Without a touchdown. 70 yards rushing, 121 yards uh, receiving on 11 receptions. Um, 14, 14 targets. targets. Yeah. <laughs> 
Speaking of that wide shot of a man earlier. <laughs> Mark Ingram coming in number two. Two receiving touchdowns. Yeah. On three receptions. Alvin Kamara finally bouncing back at number three with 21 points. Austin Eckler. Number, I, number four running back on the uh, year. Number four running back this week. That, that game still hurts me because I needed him to get that touchdown. Yeah, AJ in one of his other piece of shit leagues that don't actually matter. Um, and don't do PPR. Yeah, it needed a touchdown from Austin Eckler, and then Phillip Rivers threw it to him in the end zone, and Sorensen for the Chiefs, uh, the safety, picked it off. L- last play of the game. Throws mm-hmm. Eckler, gets picked off, breaks my heart. Todd Gurley, a good bounce back, finally. Looking a little He's more like def- Todd Gurley. Definitely needed it. Yeah, 97 yards. I mean, he finished with, what, 133 total yards? 97 yeah. yards rushing, 36 yards receiving on three receptions. Only three targets, though. That's still a little scary for me. Keeps him at the low end, running back one, high end RB2 range for me uh, with a rushing touchdown. The wrong Bears quarterback finished in the top 10, Tariq Cohen. And Melissa was giving me shit for you picking said, him up. You as said a the Bears quarterback. Or Bears running back, sorry. <laughs> I'm speaking quickly because I'm trying to keep this episode a little more concise. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, Tariq Cohen uh, did have 35 yards receiving, 39 yards rushing, a receiving touchdown on five receptions. R- real quick, does it have Zeke at Zeke next for you? Yes. I have Zeke above Tariq. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's, it's fucking weird, dude. But say, because on my screen it goes Zeke at 19.3. Um, yeah, so Zeke and Gurley tied in yours. Yeah. No, Gurley has 20.3 in mine. What the fuck, man? I'm just going to let you keep reading because ours is so di- ours is off. Yeah, I don't know why that is. Uh, which, and mine, seven and eight, are Zeke and Tony Pollard. <laughs> I have them one space between with, I have Cohen between oh, them. Oh, in between them, okay. Uh, Joe Mixon, still looking great. I, as for Tony Pollard, he is a prayer at best. It's he. It's inconsistent. I know I said something stupid in episode 12 that he was taking like a, a big chunk of Zeke's points. Um, I think you said it in episode 11, but yeah. But either way, um, upon further review, I'm dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Really dumb. Turnover on downs. (laughs) Um, uh, Number nine, Joe Mixon, still looking good. I mean, he's... He's he's, picking back up. He's he's in your lineup now, and you're trusting him a bit more each week. Uh, Gus Edwards... Kind of honestly the same. They were up so big that he busted off a 65-yard touchdown run at the end of the game. Yeah. Because um, he had 112 yards rushing on eight rushes. Yeah, so I think not, it was like, hey, Mark, you want you want to take a nap? Yeah, you're not <laughs> trusting him in your lineup unless there's like a blowout scenario. Even then, it's it's a prayer. Right. A thought and a prayer at best. Uh, Lev Bell still finishing as a running back one. Uh, right up there with Marlon Mack, who did get people a good amount of points before he went out with that injury. So I think it happened very late in the game. Yeah, I think it, it was fourth quarter. It, it helped people out, honestly. And then Delvin Cook, uh, just outside the top ten or top twelve, sixteen point seven on my scoring weird list. I don't know <laughs> what the fuck's going on. All right, moving on to wide receivers. I know for a fact we have the same number one. Yes, it's John Brown. John Brown, yeah. Almost, almost my start of the week last week. Actually, who was my start of the week? Say John John Brown had had himself. Oh, was my, my my start of the week was uh, Hollywood. Oh, um, John Brown had himself a day. Um, went nine for fourteen for one thirty seven and two touchdowns in the air. So, he, uh again that was against Miami, which everybody's doing well against Miami, but he still had one heck of a day. Um, number two, DJ Chark on the say, ones and twos. I was gonna say, is he is he the same on your screen? Yeah. Um, but 
Uh, Chark had a, a, a himself a day. Uh, 8 for 15, 104. He also got two of the end zones. Two of the end zones. Two of the end zones. Two touchdowns. Um, Calvin, get, Calvin Ridley right after that is who I have. Yep. 28.3, uh, eight receptions for 143 yards and a receiving touchdown and eight targets. Caught all eight of his targets. Still in your lineups, I believe, for most yeah. people. Um, especially now that most of news gone, I, I think you, you see it leaning a little more towards Calvin Ridley because his last couple games, let me see here. Yeah, I mean, only 7.7 last week, but 13 before their bye in week eight. And then this week, 28.3. They have Tampa Bay, New Orleans matchup, meh, Carolina, okay. Uh, and then San Francisco. So I'm not digging on his matchups super hoard these upcoming weeks, but I still think he'll be in your in most people's lineups as a flex, yeah, as a flex option. Yeah, wide receiver, two, three-ish range. Uh, Michael Thomas should have MVP considerations. Uh, one of the few times I've ever agreed with Booger McFarlane because you kept talking about it on, on the Monday night po- or you, podcast. You hate broadcast. Him. You hate him so much. I cannot fucking stand Booger McFarlane. And people hated Jason Witten. I hate Booger McFarlane that much more. <laughs> it, it bugs the ever-living shit out of me. I've noticed, because every time, like, when I'm overwatching the games at your house, you're like, just shut the fuck up, Booger. Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Booger. God. Uh, yeah, so Michael Thomas looked great. Michael Gallup, the other... Can't nobody tell me nothing. God, I can't wait till we get video on this I know, so you can, can see, see the stupid dance you uh-huh. just did. Uh, but yeah, nine receptions for 148 yards. He is Gross. a deep threat for Dak. Uh, it's rough next week against the Patriots. I, you're starting Amari. I, oh yeah, yeah, definitely. He's the main target. And then, but I, he's Gallup be, is on the fringe of whether you're sitting him or not. With Amari drawn main, you know, top he'll, he'll get top defenders. Gallup will get Devin McCourty, and then I believe Stephon Gilmore will will shadow Amari. Yeah. Uh, Stephon Diggs. Had himself a fucking second half. <laughs> that whole team had a second I half. I think he had one reception for four yards in the first half. and Because uh, they were down 20 to nothing and led a ridiculous fucking comeback. Captain Kirk. Captain comeback. Right. Twenty. What was it? 27 to 23 was the final? Yep. So they outscored them 27 to 3 in the second half. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, nine, or not nine. Five receptions for 121 yards and a receiving touchdown. Uh, especially with... With Thielen still out, it, Diggs, He's gonna get, Diggs is a solid start. Yeah, another Cowboys wide receiver, not named Amari Cooper, finishing in the, t- <laughs> in the as a wide receiver. There's one. there's no bitterness there. Yeah, no, not at all. Fucking Randall Cobb, four receptions. Did get fucking smacked in the end zone. I he might have be going through concussion protocol. Really? Yeah, I, he didn't end up on our injury report just because of him being a middling option, and especially with him playing the Patriots next week. So if you do have him or have picked him up recently because he's had two amazing weeks back-to-back, let's see here, uh, 21.5 this week and 22.6 last week. So, I mean, he's he's worth the speculative ad. Um, but see, if you're looking for a receiver this late, yeah, because the Cowboys. I mean, I, the Cowboys have the Patriots this week, so you're not playing Cobb. I don't believe at all. No. Bills, you might start them as a flex option. Uh, Bills have a good D, but it's not scary. They still can give up fantasy points. Um, Bears secondary has still been good, but their run defense is atrocious. In Week 14, um, Rams secondary, and then finally by most people's championship round, Week 16, uh, they get the Eagles again. So yeah. But some some rough matchups coming up for the Cowboys. We talked about that last episode. 
So yeah, rounding in after that, uh, at least for me, mm-hmm. is uh, Debo Samuel. Yes, Con- uh, can confirm. <laughs> uh, he went eight for ten, one thirty-four, no touchdowns. Uh, with ten targets, though, man. Yeah, which is great. So I'm really liking his upside right Emmanuel now. Emmanuel Sanders was still hobbled this game. He did play. Yeah, but he was v- extremely limited. You could tell just by watching him. He so was on I, the sidelines for a good chunk of plays. Yeah, too. so if he keeps that way, I'm um. Right now, Debo is listed with a questionable tag, um, something with a shoulder. I didn't see anything happen. I don't know. Oh, he came back and played, though. Did he? Yeah, he left the game and then came back. Okay. So, I think Debo's still going to be the, the one of the hotter targets over there in San Francisco with potentially Kittle still being down and with Emmanuel Sanders being hobbled. I, I like the upside I th- that I Debo think, brings. I think he'll be healthy. Um, the matchup's okay against the Packers on Sunday night. So, well, you'll have to kind of wait and see. I think he would still be, even with a fully healthy Emmanuel Sanders, a good flex option for yeah. you. Um, Keenan Allen finally becoming more consistent. I don't know if that's who you have next as well. Yep. Um, after his fucking just shit show after the first three weeks was, I want to say, like top five wide receiver. Or maybe he might have been wide receiver one after three weeks. He he was up there and yeah. then just tanked. 9.8 against the Dolphins. 5.8 after that. 5.3, 10.1, uh, 12.3, 7 points. And then finally, the last two weeks, 16.6 and 21.1. So he's he's getting back up there towards the, the top tier of receiver that you expect him to be. Now, is, is the next one on your list Devontae Parker? Yes. I like now that Miami's doing terrible. And, and I'm looking up his whole career right now from 2015. As of right now, in 10 games, he is at 124 total fantasy points. Mm-hmm. In 2016, he hit his highest career amount of points at 154. And what, is he, what did you say he's at now? 124. So he, he should He, he should, should that. break it. As long as Ryan Fitzpatrick stays the quarterback there, he is fantasy relevant. Yeah. He's the uh, wide receiver 25 in PPR leagues right now. So, yeah, he's, so he's a flex option. He's becoming... He's up there in wide receiver two range. Finally, for some reason, he decided to start playing really, really well. No, he's, he's always had the talent, but let, let me list some of these numbers here. Week 7, 16.5. Uh, week... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, week 8, 11.9. Uh, week nine against the Jets, fifteen point seven, eleven point nine, twenty point five. So I mean, he's been hella consistent these last yeah. several weeks. I mean, even going back further, eleven point eight, seventeen, eight point six. He did goose against New England. Who I mean, the fuck cares? It's New England. Yeah. Uh, and then ten point five against Buffalo. He hasn't had outside of getting goose by New England lower than eight point six points this season. Yeah, he's Mister Consistency. Yeah. And it's just insane that it's taken five years in the NFL to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's always had the talent there, but it's... There's really been ta- no total ta- well, quarterback. Tana- Tana- when Tannehill stayed healthy, it was a good connection between those two. And I, actually, I think Tannehill likes stills more. But, um, like, whenever the backups came in, they threw to Devontae Parker a good chunk. And yeah. You're seeing that with Ryan Fitzpatrick. He understands the talent that he has in him, and it's... Uh, process of elimination. Uh, Preston Williams is out for the rest of the year with his ACL injury. And who the fuck else do they have there besides Gasucky Sucky $5? <laughs> like, it's it's Devontae Parker. Yeah, it's the, he's really... I mean, what are you going to do? Trust Kalen Balaj? Well, speaking of which, we'll touch on it real quick. The, a 
piece of shit move by Mark Walton got accused of something else that we completely do not stand for on this podcast. So good. Fuck him. Bye bye. Don't want to hear anything about him ever again. Kalen Balaj is a good spe- speculative ad if he's still out there for you. Solid flex option at the running back position, especially at, with at the highest. Yeah, end. with with guys like Delvin Cook being out this week and Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon being out this week. Um, Kenyon Drake and David Johnson being out this week and uh, whichever fucking Chiefs running back you don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> so I, Kalen Balazs is somebody to look at. Uh, Marvin Jones. Jones? Ah, Jones. yes, Marvin Jones. <laughs> we named the dog, Indiana. <laughs> uh, but Marvin Jones finished at number 11, uh, was the one of the two wide receivers that was able to get shit done. Against, mm-hmm. I mean, Danny Amendola had some, some slot productivity, some slut productivity. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let me go down here. Yeah. None of them finished with more than 10. No. I don't think points. any of them nope. did. So yeah, I mean, Marvin Jones was the, the point getter for the lions. Uh, you didn't see anything from letter. Kenny Galladay. How are you now? How are you now? And then, um, good. And you, <laughs> not so bad. And, uh, but yeah, I think he, Marvin Jones did get in the end zone twice. So that helped out significantly finished with 19.9 point points, uh, four receptions for 43 yards, bleh, but did get into the end zone twice on five targets. And then Jakeem Grant was the only reason I think I called him Jeremy Grant earlier. I meant to say Jakeem. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, but yeah, Jakeem Grant did finish as a top 12 wide receiver because he got you a kick return for a touchdown. <laughs> if anybody was dumb enough to start him, right. I doubt it. Tight end position. Number one, nobody. I'm not really surprised. Yeah, right? Not at all. Travis Kelsey. I, you know what that reminded me of? Um, Flight of the Concords. Well, I'm not surprised, <laughs> but I'm quite sleepy. <laughs> I am quite sleepy. <laughs> what is his name? Gerard? Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. I was close. Yep. I, I absolutely love Flight of the Concords. <laughs> so. David Bowie's nipple antennae. <laughs> I said that to Sierra. She's never heard any Flight of the Concord really? songs. Yeah, you need to get And I, I said David Bowie's nipple antennae in front of her the other day, and she fucking lost <laughs> it. You need to get her hit, man. Uh, she, she's not going to give a fuck about that. Fair enough. Uh, Travis Kelsey was uh, uh, 7 for 10 for 92 yards and a touchdown. Um, really... That was a process of elimination, too, with all the fucking people dropping like flies in that yeah, game. Yeah, it, it, was, it was real rough... Uh, Real rough going for the Chiefs last night. Or last night? What's today? Yeah, today's yeah. Tuesday. Last night was Monday. Yeah, we usually record on Monday, but we had to push it back a day, so my, my timing is all off. Yeah. Um, but he, the, the team looked a little rough and a little shaky because everybody was, you know, dying. But, yeah, it's – sorry, I'm going to cut you off because it's, it's Travis Kelsey and people are going to start yeah. him. <laughs> uh, not the backup quarterback for – for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Ryan Griffin, I, fucking snag him. I mean, it's it's worth a shot. If you're struggling with tight ends right now and you're making a playoff push, I there's he no. He seems to have a good connection with Darnold. There's no reason to believe that Chris Herndon's coming back anytime soon. And uh, tight ends are a young quarterback's best friend. Him and Lev Bell. So, I, I think he's worth a speculative ad. Um, Zach Ertz looking like a tight end, like a top tier, top five tight end this year. Chris now. Herndon is marked out for the rest of the season. Yeah, exactly. So, so um, Kyle Rudolph looking like the red zone reindeer, uh, five receptions for 67 yards. They get a touchdown. Uh, Mark Mandrews finally being more consistent. Uh, we'll say the tight same, end I mean, five. You can say the same thing about Kyle Rudolph finally being consistent. Yeah. 
So, I mean, at least Mark Andrews showed at the beginning of the season that he can be great. Exactly. Uh, so, Kyle Rudolph is just now showing that he can be great. Yeah. Save like one week earlier in the season, I believe. Let me pull him up here. Um, no. Yeah. No, week seven against oh, Detroit. Oh, yeah, week seven. Yeah. And then at Kansas City, 11.3. At but Dallas, he's, he's just like 19.4. slowly been going yeah. up the roller Denver, 17.7. So. Uh, Ross Dwelly. Uh, again, Who, worth a speculative ad if, if, if Kittle's, Kittle's going to be out. Yes. Uh, McMurray! Why? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> We've been doing so good. I know. Uh, Cameron Brait, I, all that tells me, because Cameron Brait finished with 10 receptions for 73 yards, is I, honestly, they're just like, fuck you, O.J. Howard. That's all right? I see from that. 100%. It it's, sucks. It's like, O.J. Me- Howard has talent. Metrics-wise, O.J. Howard is, like, one of the most talented, measurable, skill-wise in the league. Like, he's up there with Darren Waller. Yeah. And it's it's just insane. Um, but Hunter Henry, looking like the picture of consistency since returning from his injury. Uh, 14.9 points. Uh, Dallas Goddard, that's a crapshoot whether he's going to get the, the touchdown or not. I think, uh, yeah, just he got the touchdown, Ertz got the targets. Uh, Darren Waller finished at number 10. Didn't hurt your team. Did help your team a little bit with the 12.6 yep. finish. Uh, your tight end start of the week, Jared Cook. Good on you, sir. My tight end start of the week, 14, Greg Olson. Not bad. Yeah. Um, but Irv Smith Jr., what? They had two tight ends finish in the top 13. Nice. The Vikings did. So, uh, Moving on to, we're going to snake it. Tight end flippity flops. Eric, to the flippity flops. Eric Ebron, 6.7. Vance McDonald, 6.3. <laughs> oh, Mike Asaki Saki, 5.8. <laughs> um, that might come off a tad racist. I realize that now. <laughs> just just a touch. You don't, you don't get real far into the accent, it's, so I think you save it. Yeah, it's from fucking South Park, dude. Like, I, I'm, not, it, I'm not a fucking racist person. No, it's just not a at fucking, all. It's a, it's a it's, common sense. It's a joke. Yeah. Um, Gerald Everett, yikes, three points. Yeah. Darren Fells, uh, 2.8. His counterpart, Jordan Akins, 2.5. Fucking goosing people, Jack Doyle. Weren't you high on him in the beginning of the season? No. I could swear you were. No. I don't know why. <laughs> TJ Hawkinson, fuck you, 1.6. Right. Didn't help my team so, at all this so week. So glad. I, I'm actually not mad anymore that I dropped him. Yeah, I know. I... Yeah. You might find out come waivers. I, I switched it so our waivers clear at, I think, 10 a.m. now. So that way they don't clear at 3 in the morning. Right. Um, so that way people can be like, oh, our waiver's cleared, and you can look right at your phone. Uh, Moving on to wide receivers. Robbie Anderson couldn't tiptoe a touchdown. Yeah. One reception for six yards and did get it get in the end zone. But he, didn't, say, he missed a second one, too. My, my start of the week uh, finished really low because I picked Terry McLaurin. Uh, he only got you 9.9. Cooper Cup had a touchdown call back and got it ruled as a fumble. <laughs> yeah, at, <laughs> at the one-yard one. line. Yeah. yeah, I was so excited for that, too. Then mm-hmm. they're like, nope, didn't get in there. Emmanuel Sanders was, I mean, apparently he had a fucking doubtful designation going into the game. Yeah. <laughs> Did finish with, excuse me, 6.3. Allen Robinson, 5.5. Yikes. You know what usually the easiest way to tell who the busts are? When they're not on the waivers. <laughs> right. Uh, Sammy Watkins, again, oof, fucking letter Kenny Galladay. My, my wide receiver start of the week, fucking 
Hollywood Brown, 4.3. I thought, especially with that fucking score, dude, 41 to 7. Right, got nothing. Yeah. No love. Two receptions on four targets for 23 yards. I'm about to say, your, your good buddy Amari Cooper only got 6.8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juju, 4.1. And well, Juju went out early, though, too. Yeah, I know, but the helmet tossing contest didn't look great. No. <laughs> Okay. And that's more or less what I'm seeing. If you were counting on Mosanu after having a good week last week, that hurt you a bit. 3.2 points. Tyler Boyd, 2. Yikes. Yeesh. All right, that'll, I think that'll cover most of them. Um, I didn't see any goose eggs, major no. goose eggs from the Me wide neither. receiver position. On to the running backs. C.J. Ham, the fullback for the Vikings, only 1.6. Because <laughs> everybody's starting him. James Conner going out with an injury. Uh, he's listed as probable again, and they play the Bengals. So I'm still riding that horse, man. <laughs> it all depends on if his shoulder gets punched again. Yeah, like, Damian Williams, too, got hurt, 2.3. Oof. Dev- Fucking Ronald Jones, man. Make up your goddamn minds, Tampa Bay. What, wasn't he your pick or your start for no, he was back? I don't think he was my starter. No, I double dipped on Devin Singletary. Oh, that's right. Who only got six point nine? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Brian Hill four point eight. Adrian Peterson five points. <laughs> Nick Chubb nine point two. At least I nailed my fucking QB start of the week. You piece of shit. <laughs> Call me out for that. <laughs> I gotta have some kind of little victory. Uh, Royce Freeman five point five. Fucking David Montgomery six points. Uh, Sony, I I expected, I expected more involvement from Miles Sanders. I know that they played New England. I just expected more more receptions for him because he finished with two for nine yards. But he was on the field for 85% of the snaps because Jordan Howard was down and Jay Ajayi is not being acclimated to the offense yet. Yeah. Oh, that's another one to keep an eye on. Practice reports is Jordan Howard if, you, if you've if you been playing him. Is he coming back? I don't know. I just, as far as I know, no, because the, I figured that's why they signed Jay Ajayi. Yeah. I'm excited to see if there's any... Big goose eggs, but I don't really see anything. No. Uh, Philip Lindsay only nine point five. Nick Chubb only nine point two. Yep. That's why we pick Zeke. <laughs> <laughs> um, James White eh, nine point six. Cream Hunt looks like a solid flex option. Oh, big time! Mm. I was slap I- out of man. <laughs> Every time you say big time, that's what I'm doing it. Uh, Twelve rushing yards. That doesn't fucking. That doesn't matter. What matters is uh, six receptions for 46 yards. Are you talking about Kareem? Yeah. Yeah, because he's 100% the pass catching back in Cleveland. Uh, that's more or less it. Yeah. Yeah, some, I mean, middling guys. Like Leonard Fournette let you down a bit with 12.7. Fucking Kyle Juszczyk. Finishes running back 19. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Good for him. Good for the fullbacks, man. They're still alive. He had a shit. Hold on, let me pull it up real quick. Uh, yeah, he had seven receptions. Yeah, he was all he was down the field quite a bit. Yeah, six seven receptions for sixty three yards. Yeah, see, <laughs> it's insane. I, I always root for a fullback because they never get any time anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick too, I, it's middling, but fucking Dwayne Haskins finished with sixteen point one points. No shit. Yeah. So Dwayne Haskins, he finished just below Patrick Mahomes. Dwayne Haskins did better than. Jared Goff, Deshaun Watson, Philip Rivers, Jaco- Tom Brady, yeah, Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> like uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, but say because moving on to the quarterbacks, you got Jared Goff five point two, Deshaun Watson four, Tom Brady eight and a half. Real quick too, I want to touch on it. Um, for the cream of the crop, Baker Mayf- Mayfield did finish in the top ten. So, yay! Two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. Yay! 
Hopefully he can continue that up against Miami. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> um, yeah, some stinkers. Let's see here. I mean, we kind of talked about a good chunk of them. Carson Wentz, Kyle Allen, ha. Um, <laughs> Tom Brady, Mason Rudolph getting smacked in the head. That was that that was a flippity flop just for the way he got punked. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, that was a shit show. Deshaun Watson, what the fuck? Can Dude, we talk about that? Yeah, one? that was like Jesus. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Three points. I got him on four or four. Sorry, I. Oh, I saw the five point three from Ryan Finley. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, four points. Like what? What the shit, man? That was supposed to be, and they still almost hit the uh, fifty point over under. They finished with forty nine total in that game, but they almost hit the over under just because the Ravens scored forty one. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking outrageous. RG three almost had more points than him, <laughs> and he was the fucking Ravens backup. <laughs> But all right, guys, I think that's more or less going to do it for the cream of the crop and the flippity flops and our new segment. It's it's just a quick little thing I wanted to talk about Um, a little bit of a pivot from our my guys from the beginning of the year. Uh, It's you got to stay fluid in fantasy football. You have to be able to change your opinion, which we do. I still like James Conner a lot. I don't even know if he fully was. It was either him or Josh Jacobs. I can't remember. I think you were very heavy on James Conner. (sighs) No, Chris Carson was mine. It was Chris Carson, was but I James I James Conner was my bold prediction. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, well, I'll go back and pull up the show docket at some point, and we'll figure it out. So, or we just listen to the first episode again. Yeah. I don't want to listen to my own voice. I'm not that conceited. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm glad you said it, because I was getting ready to just pop up next to the mic real quick. But uh, I'm going to call it P-Cubed. P-Cubed? Yeah, P-Cubed. Playoff premium players. Well played, sir. Yeah. Another P. PP. <laughs> yeah, I'm a fucking child. Oh man. But uh so yeah, these are just guys that we are selecting as our new my players or our personal like my guys for the playoff push that's coming up. For uh, the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, not necessarily the rest of the season for the last 4 weeks that most people have playoffs, whether it's yeah. 2 weeks or so we we looked at the window of weeks 13 through week 16 and looked at schedules that we liked and overall talent and situations of the guys that we we were looking at personally and i'll start off with mine these are just personal guys that we think are gonna help you finish and potentially win you a championship um mine is josh jacobs uh the oakland raiders have a pretty juicy schedule they're not all amazing matchups but they're pretty good especially against running backs um, I'm going to need you to remember these names for me because the next week they've got the Jets who are, have been pretty good against the, the run, um, but that shouldn't be playoffs for most people. Starting week 13 is what I think when we're going to see it. The Chiefs, who are 31st against running backs right mm-hmm. now, next to the Lions. You know bring it up? Or dead last. It's one of the two. I, I know that for a fact. Um, Tennessee, middling against running backs. Uh, Jacksonville, I know they're in, I think they're 23rd against running backs right now. Mm-hmm. And then uh, week 16, the Chargers, also in the mid-20s against running backs. He is heavily involved. He's running back nine right now in PPR. And I I think with this last little push, he might finish as a top five. He might. It's it's going to be close. Let me look he, He's got all the tools for it. Let me Especially look. with that schedule. Uh, on season. Yeah, so he is running back nine. 
I think he could easily pass Derrick Henry, who's oh, number yeah. who's number eight. Um, he could pass Leonard Fournette, and with the way Nick Chubb's going, he could pass Nick Chubb as well. Uh, well now that now that Chubb's splitting more of his time, he might even pass Zeke because Zeke has an extremely tough stretch coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's only let's see here, thirteen points off of Zeke right now. Jeez. So that's how little that gap is between running back five and nine. So I, I could see him vaulting him, himself up to seven, six, five, somewhere in that range. I could see it, and especially think, with that schedule he's got coming. Mm-hmm. It's a super juicy schedule. And for it's him. it's a little bit of cheating for me because it's it's a guy who you're going to start anyway. He's running back one already. Yeah. So I I just I I believe in him a lot, and I think he's going to help vault people into the championship and potentially through it to win it. So who do you got? I I was looking at other running backs, but I was like, now nah, he's got a running back. I don't want to be, you know, let's kind of spread it out a little bit. Went to the wide receivers, mm-hmm. and it may seem like it's bias because of my fandom, but I went with Jarvis Landry. It's not because, I mean, it might be for you. It wasn't, it wouldn't have been for me because he was in consideration because their fucking matchups are so fucking ju- like they're gushers. Yeah, it's they they have my juicy. They have Miami this week. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh We're next. A bit, of, week. bit of a revenge game for Jarvis too. Yeah, so they got Pittsburgh the, the week at, or the week after that. Pittsburgh's he's been good. It's been hit. It, it's I, been good. He just had a touchdown against them too. Yeah, but see, he just put up fourteen against them last week. Um. So and then they got the Bengals, which they're the Bengals right now. Who mm-hmm. who are they beating? Nobody. Yeah. Um, Maybe the Dolphins in Week 16. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, bomb, I, bomb for Burrow, man. I want him say, to come back to Ohio. Let's say because I don't think tanking for two is a thing anymore. Uh, Poor guy. Dude, I, 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 honestly, no, I, I honestly, though, real quick, we'll touch on that. I think Tua at worst falls to like mid first round, though. That's oh, worst the, case scenario because he's the, got fucking talent. And the only thing that I think hurts him is recovery time. Yeah, but I, I really hope the kid bounces back. He's got a hell of a lot of talent. And I'd like to see him do good things, but do real good. <laughs> but with with them got with them got <laughs> with with them got uh, week fifteen they got Arizona and then they're back to Baltimore in week sixteen, which to me seems to be their toughest challenge. Mm-hmm. But even in the game they had against Baltimore, uh, he put up one hundred and sixty-seven yards with eight receptions. Let me pull up something real quick because there was a notification I got from Sleeper about Brown's target leaders. Um, and this doesn't always necessarily mean jack shit. It's 22 for Odell, 17 for Landry uh, over the last two games. Uh, yeah, 22 for Odell. Their chemistry is off. He's consistently overthrowing Odell. He is consistently underthrowing o- Odell. But he is... He's, he's like spot on with Jarvis. Yeah, he's spot on with Jarvis because he's got an extra year with him. And Kareem is out of the backfield, so those are easy targets. Both both Jarvis and Kareem are tied at 17. So, But I think with the schedule they got coming up... <laughs> I'm sorry, the first comment, dude. Jesus. It says, fuck off, K-Hunt. So, cunt. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I know. Um, but, I'm not saying the word outright. I'm just what he was going for. Um, I'm not calling anybody that name. Uh, don't mess with my chubby. <laughs> Jesus. Um, to get back on target. Stay on target. Uh, the With the chemistry that him and Baker have and the, and the, the schedule they got coming up, most of the um, – oh, I just had like a little hiccup there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're riding the struggle bus but say, for this I, segment. I'm, I'm a little sleepy too. 
Um, the the chemistry they have on top of the matchups, most of the defenses they got, I think the Steelers. Actually, it's either Steelers. I think are the highest rated defense against wide receivers, but they're still the bottom half. I don't. I don't think that's true. I think it's the Patriots. But let me pull it up. No, here. I'm talking about just as far as their matchups go. No, oh, not overall remaining ones. Yeah. yeah. So, well, here I, I can pull it up for you real quick because I have it. I have the power. We have the technology. Let's see here. Uh, go over that list one more time. They have Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, bang! I know Bengals are somehow actually pretty good against wide receiver. They're twelfth. Yeah. But so their their okay. uh, defense is still really bad. It's the reason they're twelfth against wide receivers is because they're like dead bottom three against running backs. Um. So people are just running the ball down their throat and not throwing it as much. But I they're still susceptible to the pass. Yeah. By a lot. Uh, Steelers are sixteenth, so middle of the pack. Uh. And then twenty one points per game. And yeah. then Arizona. Uh, let's see, Baltimore. See, the thing that worries me about Baltimore is I think they're going to keep ascending. They're at 12th against wide receivers at 20 points per game. But their three cornerbacks are fucking great. They have yeah. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, who looks like he's back to Pro, Pro Bowl form after getting traded from the Rams, and then uh, Jimmy Smith. And they're all really good press man corners. Um. And then, who else did you say? Cardinals. Cardinals. Yeah, Cardinals are pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, 22nd against wide receivers. So 23.5 points. I mean, the, the list between dead last, which is the Bucks, at 31 points per game, all the way down to s- the middle of the pack is 21 points per game. So it's, it's a 10-point difference, which is a good amount, but it's not that wide of a margin as yeah. you would think. So... Especially in a passing league. Yeah, that, and that's... And that's exactly why I picked them. So, I thought I was a little, you know, biased and kind of reaching, but I actually think it's a good choice. I mean, the trend shows that he's trending up, too. Yeah. So, I, I completely agree with you on that one. All right, guys, that's uh, that's it for our P-Cubed players. Um, we are going to move on to our primetime pie results and predictions. Uh, I lost. Thanks to Cleveland. Yeah. Thank you, Miles Garrett, for smashing a helmet over my head as well. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Could you imagine trying to do this show after that? <laughs> the cream of the crops. I would no. I would sound. I would sound like the dog before he could fully talk in season one of Rick and Morty. <laughs> oh, he's saying I love Obama. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we've I, I'm I'm eating the pie for that. So we we each get to pie each other. Yes, yeah, we'll both eat a pie. We might uh we might try to simultaneously do it do it seeing seeing which ones we get from the dartboard. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we'll try to figure figure it out. Figure it out. Um, but yeah, this week we have some real fucking close spreads. Yeah, they're they're close enough that I don't want to. call. It's almost to the point where they're all pickums. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all, all. There's only one I can say for sure. Okay, so we'll we'll kick it off Thursday night. We've got Colts at Texans. Uh, Texans are favored by three and a half. And that's real tough. I mean, especially after the display that Deshaun just had, mm-hmm. it's really scary. Mm-hmm. There's talks Will Fuller comes back this week. Yeah, yeah, because we we talked about that on last week's episode that he would uh, potentially be out. He was practicing limited 
in, yeah. in a limited fashion. But uh, he has limited fashion. <laughs> um, but uh, he, we figured he would still be out, so I, I do see him coming back this week. It's it's still tough. Though. It's it's still because I mean, even the Colts are playing well, and Ty is scheduled to come back. Yes, from what I heard, mm-hmm. so he's trending in in a positive direction. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Colts to cover. Yeah, me too. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he really? <laughs> <laughs> What's uh? Can you hear me? <laughs> Is he really? Um, but yeah, I. The Colts beat the Texans last time. Yes. And, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Affirmative. I don't know why that guy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I I don't know. It's a, it's a divisional game on Thursday night. I could see it being a low-scoring affair. That's a good, good fart noise. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, I'll say the Colts take it in a squeaker. Um, 21-20. Say, I think they're going to put up maybe another touchdown from what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Each or just Colts or? Just the Colts. I think it'll be 28-24. So just just a couple more points higher than you. Okay. Uh, that takes us to Packers at the 49ers with the Niners favored by three. I am grateful that they flexed this game in as opposed to the Cowboys, so I don't have to bet against, bet, bet, take the chance. Yeah, because the, the, the spread for the Cowboys-Patriots game is Patriots were favored by six and a half. Oof. Big oof. I mean that's not that's not awful. You got to think that if well, it was considering played, they were favored like sixteen half the other season. You usually give three three points to the home team, right? Um, so that if played it in Dallas, that's three and a half points. So yeah, that's a close game. I'm hoping because <laughs> me and Sierra are going to try to watch this game together, and it's going to be. I want to be a fly on the wall for you two. Uh, yeah, but other. you don't actually want to be there. Trust me. <laughs> Set up a fucking webcam. And we Somebody's going to die. Post it on the YouTube page of each of us raging at separate points, <laughs> I'm sure. But uh, we do have Packers at Niners. Uh, Niners are favored by three points in this game. That's, That's just tough. I mean, the Niners' defense is still stout. Yeah. But they the just... only reason they saved you in fantasy was, uh, I'm, I think you saw the end of the game as well, where they uh, Larry Legend tried to lateral to keep the play alive. Yeah, and they got that... that and, and somehow that ball just fucking flew towards the I end think, zone at some I point. I think he tried to, like, yank it out yeah. to toss it back behind somebody. Well, no, he he threw it across the field and, yeah. the, and missed the lineman. And then there was just a scrum, and then you see the ball just come flying out of the pile. Yeah, it was it was actually Towards impressive. the end zone, yeah. And it ended up, I think, making them the number two defense on the week. <laughs> at 16 points behind the Browns' 17 against the Steelers. And uh, New Orleans put In up. standard scoring for... Um, Sleeper. I'm about to say New Orleans put up 17 as well. Oh, okay. Um, but with as close as the first game with Arizona was going to the wire, mm-hmm. this game kind of doing the same thing against the Cardinals again, I think the Packers could do it. I do too. I, and I hate to say it, but I think we're going to agree on most of these. Um, so it'll come down to it points. It'll come down to points, if yeah. It, if it, 
comes down to that. Um, so yeah, I'm I am gonna take the Packers. Say this so is a, this is a little bit of a homecoming for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, the 49ers were his team growing up. He uh, he's I mean he went to Cal Poly so or not Cal Poly just Cal. <laughs> is it, no Cal is Cal Poly right? Fuck I don't know. I think I don't know. Well, fuck if I know. I didn't. I ain't got no college education. <laughs> I don't pay attention. I took. I took one semester of criminal justice at fucking Owens Community College. <laughs> Who was I trying to be? Fucking Batman. I took one year of journalism and radio broadcasting. Oh, that worked out well for us. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, this is the closest to radio broadcasting I'm getting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Packers. Um, I'll actually say it's a pretty high scoring affair. I I was going to say it's gonna be up there. I'll points. say Packers thirty. 49ers, 24. Okay. I was thinking higher. Okay, Dylan. What, what, Dylan, okay. Okay, what, Dylan. What's the over-under in this game, do you know? Uh, let me pull it up real quick. Because I'm thinking... I don't know why I'm thinking so big for the Packers. So big. He's, he's so to be. It's big time. <laughs> Slap our top ass, man. Um... I don't know. Where'd it go? Oh, I just typed in betting odds weeks. <laughs> Week 12. There we go. Is depending on... More d- items. Oh, I don't know because for some reason <laughs> CBS... I had, to go, I had to go find it from a different source um, because for some reason they don't have this game listed. Really? Yeah, and on CBS. It's, get, it completely skips over it. Get your shit together, CBS. Right? I, I, it's not there. Like literally, it should be right in between Cowboys, Patriots, and Baltimore. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah. Um, What's because I went? I think I just went down one. Why is it all CBS? Fuck. Yeah, I think it was from the lines. Over under. Packers. Apologize, guys. Um. What the fuck, man? This doesn't tell me. Son of a bitch. Struggling. Let's see here. Yeah, so there's going to be some awkward silence here for a second. Um, November 24th. Over-under is 46 points. I kind of like the over in this game. 46 and a half is what I just found, yeah. Yeah. I'm liking the over, too. I mean, you went over it in your prediction. What did I say? 30-24. <laughs> yeah. It, it's really going to depend on what Packers defense shows up that day. But I want to say, I think you're about spot on with... I just, I just real quick, I don't think this 49ers offense is as scary as it was. I know they put up points against the Cardinals, but it's the, it's the Cardinals. Cardinals. So I think the Packers have a good defense, and um, I, I think they're going to struggle a little bit more this week. Yeah. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the Packers 35. Woo! I think they're gonna. I think I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna have himself a day. Mm-hmm. But I I think, especially with Devontae Adams back healthy and and MVS there and Geronimo being there. I mean, both the running backs Al- still healthy. Alan Lazard still looks relevant in that offense somehow with Devontae Adams yeah. back. So, I will say, Packers thirty five. Niners, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your score on the Niners as well. I'm just going to give the Packers five more points. Go 35-24. Okay. 
Um, and then this, this for me was the toughest one. And I know everyone's extremely high on the Ravens after what they've done the last couple weeks and extremely low on the Rams after how fucking shitty they've looked, honestly, the last yeah. couple weeks. Uh, the Ravens are favored by three in L.A. L.A. In L.A. Have you ever had L.A. tacos, AJ? Have you ever gone hiking in L.A.? Oh, no, I haven't. You've never been on a hike unless you've been on a hike in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I... It's tough. I don't know why it's so hard for me to pick the Ravens to cover in this one. But I say the over-under is 46.5. In this game, too? Yep. But I say I'm taking the Ravens. You know what? Let's do it. I'll take the Ravens too. I'm not. I wanted gonna, to come down to put points. this down on points. Yeah, <laughs> I want to. We'll make it closer this week, so that way we have to sweat it out and do some quick maths. Quick maths. I'll Ravens. let you. I'll let you pick the score first this time because I picked it both. I don't want to the first two times. So I don't suck my dick, AJ. Keep fiddling with my mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, forty-six and a half over under. What do you think, AJ? I don't. Th- is Lamar going to have a rocket arm? When did, when did Pat Mahomes get <laughs> I don't know, house? man. He just shows up whenever. I do hair commercials. <laughs> and State Farm with Aaron Rodgers. I want, like, I don't think that they'll blow them out like they just did the, the Texans. I think the Rams defense is going to give them a little bit of trouble. I think going to L.A. is going to help a little bit for, for the Rams. Uh, they have a significantly better home field advantage compared to the Chargers. Well, yeah. yeah. Um... The, Ram- the Rams are the team that everyone latched on to in L.A. first. L.A. In L.A. Yeah. The Ravens, Rams, 46. Oh, I don't like numbers. Numbers suck, man. Numbers are awful. What do they mean? What do the numbers mean? <laughs> numbers don't lie. That's what I know. What do the numbers mean, Mason? <laughs> um, Is that a Black Ops reference? Yes, it is. <laughs> I think. I was like, why are you asking my buddy Mason, who I'm pretty sure doesn't listen to this show? I think it'll be Ravens 31. I think it'll be 31. Oh, numbers, man. 31 17. I think we. Jesus, that is big. Big time. Um, slap a yes, man. That felt forced that time. Um,. I think it's going to be kind of similar to the lower scoring affair that we got in the Chargers Chiefs game. Um, so I will take the Ravens to win 24. Fuck. I like that <laughs> score. I'll say 26. Sorry. Scribble that out. Okay. 26. 26 23. 23. Okay. And that's covering it on the dot. Yep. Or no, sorry. Well, I'll just to play it safe. I'll say twenty six, twenty one. Okay. Twenty one. Twenty one. Twenty one. All right, guys. All right. Gonna wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap. I can't talk. <laughs> um, for our primetime pie uh, results and predictions, moving on to our starts of the week for week twelve. Uh, oh, keep in mind, uh, bye weeks. We've got uh, Chargers, Cardinals, Chiefs, and who am I missing? Vikings. Vikings. Okay. I should have remembered that because Melissa's fucked. Yeah, she um, is. Her team is hosed. Quarterback. This is the first time I'm doing it. I'm feeling dangerous, man. I'm starting Baker Mayfield against the Dolphins. Big fucking surprise. Um, 
as a streaming option. He's if, out there in a lot of leagues. If it wasn't for the Dolphins, you don't pick him. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> um, but 30th against quarterbacks at 25.6 points per game, and this offense has looked better in, in recent weeks. They seem to be, you know, flowing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like it's that time of the month. They're just flowing. Just They're just going for it, Just man. a hard, hard don't, flow. Don't wear white. We're talking tampon and pad. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Um, on that note, say I took um, I took Jacoby Brissett against the Texans. With Ty coming back, I think his options are a lot better. Um, Marlon Mack being out does hurt, but Texans are twenty six against the quarterback right now, so I think they have their their pass rush is gone. I said it right the first time. I'm happy. Yeah, I always struggle with pass. Ah, yes, the pass rush. Um. Their pass rush, pass rush is gone. I should have just fucking. You should have, you should have never even brought it yeah. up. <laughs> um, their linebackers are meh. They got Dylan Cole Sprouse. <laughs> His name's just Dylan Cole. I just always think it's funny that he's got the two first names of the twins. The Sprouse who are, brothers. Yeah. And then um, their secondary is fucking trash. Their best corner is Jonathan Joseph, and he is like four hundred and twenty-seven years old. <laughs> and then Gary on Conley. I mean, I hate to dog on an Ohio State guy, but fuck. <laughs> the Raiders traded to him to the Texans the week that they played them so they could throw the ball in his direction. That's, man. That's some fucking disrespect. Yeah, it is. Good God. Hey, you're so bad, we're going to give you to this team we're playing. Yeah. But, yeah, I uh, I do I do like that, that play a good amount. I'm not super high on it with Jacoby just now coming back, but we'll see. Uh, my... Running back start of the week, Steelers running back. <laughs> Whichever one happens to play. Yeah, and, and I mean, naturally, if it's James Conner, you're starting him because it's against the Bengals, who are 28th against running backs at 21.6 points per game. I think if both of them are playing, you might be able to start both. I think you could flex Samuels in. Yeah, you could flex Samuels in and have James Conner be a solid RB2 as long as he can stay goddamn healthy in the game. Yeah, so that, as long as he doesn't get two yards and take mm-hmm. a nap. Yeah, he he's, he's fiberglass at this point. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> fiberglass is at least tough. Yeah, you, I mean, still, but you fart on it the wrong way. It's still. <laughs> Why are you farting on glass? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, say in kind of in the same vein as you taking both of the Steelers running backs, I took whichever running back for Washington plays. I think it'll be Geis over Peterson. Yes. Um, but. Lions are dead last against the running back position. Indubitably. So I, I think either one is going to be a solid option. I think guys gets more of the work because they're well out of the playoffs. Yeah. So they're just going to And say, it's their young running back who does have talent. If he, same as Connor, can that, stay fucking healthy. His, his have been way worse, though. Yeah. With an ACL tear in week, or what is it, week two or three of the preseason last year. Mm-hmm. And then his he didn't fully come back recovered at the beginning of this season because... Washington's doctors are fucking trash. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they get their degree from Owens Community College. Jesus well. <laughs> Christ! Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like Darius Geis talent wise. I snagged him because he was in our league, yep. and he's. I mean, he's going to ride the pine for a while until I can see it consistently from him. But I like the upside there, just with the talent. Uh, moving on from him, I've got Tyrell Williams at the wide receiver spot, uh, number thirty. Sorry, the Jets are 30th against wide receivers at 26 points per game. That and Derek Carr's looking like a solid quarterback back then. Yeah, Tyrell, I mean, he's still, I believe, on pace to beat Breeze's completion percentage record. Which is outrageous. Mm -hmm. But I I do like Tyrell Williams. He looked 
his way early and often last week. Yep. And uh, it's I think his favorite target kind of matched up with Darren Waller side by side. Yeah. I as as much as I hate to say this because I mean depends on which quarterbacks throwing to him, but I picked Allen Robinson against the Giants. Mm-hmm. Giants secondary is poop. The second Terry. Yeah, both of them. Both the, Terrys are garbage. We say who's the first Terry. <laughs> um, but Giants at 31st against wide receivers, giving up 27 points. I mean, it, I don't think it really matters which quarterback, whether it's Oof Biscuit or... It Terry Tate, office linebacker? <laughs> <laughs> He's the first Terry. Yeah. Uh, Terry Crews is actually the second Terry. Yeah. What about um, Terry McLaurin? There's so many Terrys. <laughs> um, I lost complete train of thought now. Um, who's Oof's backup? Chase Chase Daniel Chase did Daniels. look heavily his way when he was he loved throwing the ball to Allen Robinson. Yeah, so if if the Oof Biscuit's still on the bench and he's throwing the ball, I think Allen's going to be on the bench throwing the ball. If Chase Daniels is throwing the ball, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, so I think Allen Robinson would be a good start for you. Uh, keeping with whichever one's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, tight ends against the Bears are 23rd with 7.8 points per game, and they play the Giants. So, if you have Evan Ingram healthy, uh, start him. If he's out and Red Ellison is healthy, play him. If it's the third guy, pass. Because <laughs> <laughs> at that point, it's just digging at the bottom of the monkey barrel. It's a crap shoot at that yeah. point. Um, but I, if he's healthy, I like I, I do like um, Evan Ingram a lot. He's still one of the top-tier tight ends, in my opinion. But if he's not healthy and Red Ellison, who has a questionable designation as well, is healthy, I would go with Red Ellison in that case. But see, the Giants are just beat up, man. Mm-hmm. Is Sterling Shepard back? No, I don't believe so. Eesh. Go ahead and keep talking about your tight end um, start of the week, and I'll find out. But see, we, we mentioned this guy earlier because he's got a, cu- a good couple games. Um I took Ryan Griffin for the Jets up against the Raiders. Raiders are 30th against the tight end position, giving up 9.2 points. Mm-hmm. Only the Bucks and the Cardinals are worse. Yeah. So, um, oh, I don't know what that noise was. But Sam Darnold seems to like to look his way. As you mentioned, tight ends are a, a young quarterback's best friend. And Sterling Shepard injury update improves fantasy outlook as Giants wide receiver aims for Week 12 return. Oh, so there's hope for him. So that's a good thing. Um, God, he hasn't played since week five. Yeah. Oof. I forget what he even hurt. He, concussion. Oh, that's right. He hurt the brain, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he done hurt his head. Pinky and the brain, brain, brain. Oh, man, brain. I miss that show. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm, Better I'm than Lennon Stimpy. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, sir. Hot take. Hot take. I don't, I don't know how to feel do right Do you now. feel attacked? I do a little bit. But, yeah, I'm taking Ryan Griffin. I think it'll be a good choice. I think he'll be, with streaming options in the tight end, you know, limited, I think he'd be a good choice for people. Okay, we're doing a good job of keeping this short and concise, so we will continue to do so, move on to our CWFL updates. Again, if you guys aren't interested, um, I I understand. (laughs) You can go ahead and cut (laughs) us off now. We love you. We appreciate you. Check out all of our socials, all that fun stuff. But we are going to continue on with our CWFL update. Um, AJ, uh, almost more than doubled up Mac, Mac, you're on the chopping block, sir. If you continue to put in players that are designated out 
and don't check your lineups Sunday morning or Saturday night before they are ruled out officially, uh, I will put it up for a vote, and you will be booted out of the league, sir, potentially. Mac, don't do that. I love you. Yeah, We love you, and we want you in our league. We yeah. want to give you an opportunity. I, I would gladly return your 20 bucks if we do end up having to boot you out and then get the next person to pay that 20 Yeah, 100%. But I did put a butt whooping on him. It helps when he had two goose eggs. Yeah, but, hey, points are points. And that hurts my points again, or helps my points against. So I'm I'm a little torn on the next game. Like, yay, Melissa, for beating Chad and helping me get. Her season's definitely taken a, a, a big bounce back. Yeah, um, but she helped me take back first place <laughs> against uh, Chad. We both are going to be 8-3. and three. We are both 8-3 and three now. And then, um, so I, I have him on points for by a shit ton. See, the only thing that hurts about her doing well now is, is my it hurts first, that first pick. Yeah. <laughs> Um, womp womp. Yeah, I, it, it sucks. Which is funny because I also have Chad's first first round pick as well. Oh, yeah, that's doing good because he you. he wanted Manuel Jones um, <laughs> from me, and I just was like, I'll throw it out there. Give me a first round pick for Daniel Jones, and he was like, click accept. I was like, okay, yes, shit, please. all right. So the, the the person with the best first round pick is down here. Mm-hmm. Well, potentially, unless you know, we, we will see how it shakes out. Um, I. We'll talk about that at another time and figure out how we're going to do the all the four teams that don't make the playoffs in the consolation bracket and figure out how we're going to determine draft order from there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so thank you, Melissa, but also I, I hate you. Yeah, she broke – I think this is the first time breaking 200 points. And also she took the last – she has a firm grip on the final playoff spot if she can pull off a win against Alex with all of her Vikings on bye week in week 12. Which, good luck. Um, and then me against my wife, I'm, she, she got hosed, man. Yeah. She, okay. So I'll break it down like this. Our projection was 0.01 points off going into the Monday I've night I've never game. seen the projection. Yeah. I, did I send you the picture yeah. of it? Yeah. Cause I looked at it. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm Let like, me see. Oh, holy shit. I think it was 169.4 and 169.41. Yeah. She was projected to beat me. Um, 5.01. Yeah. 164.9. To 164.91 is what she was projected to beat me. She was at 114.1, uh, and I was at 128.9 going into the game. She had Damien Williams, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey left. And, uh, and two of those players went out in the first quarter. Yep. Let's <laughs> say. And I had Patrick Mahomes and Austin Eckler. Yeah. And Tyreek Goost, because he went out that early. Mm-hmm. Uh, Williams got her 2.3. Eckler got me around 20 points, I believe. He's 21 and a half, I think. Yeah, and then uh, Mahomes did enough, got me 16 and some change. Yeah. So, I I've, I felt bad for her. I was hoping it would actually be that close the whole way through. As soon as I saw Tyreek go, I'm like, uh-oh. It was just not looking pretty. No. And then uh, Alex is helping Brandon potentially not finish with the worst record in the league. Yeah. <laughs> Got uh got beat one seventy three to one forty. It's, it's his team. His team is so, so young. It's so young. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I if Brandon can win next week against Chad, and then whoever, I'm probably gonna beat Mac, and then uh, if Melissa can beat Alex, they'll all finish in a dead last tie of four and eight. Jeez. Yeah, with points for I think going the worst end towards Mac. Um, let's see here. Let me click off this. Yep. I believe Mac would have the least amount of points scored. Max fifteen thirty nine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but 
about to say he's he's more than a hundred points worse than Brandon, who's got the worst record in our league. But say Alex has the most points against. Alex, you're eleven points off of two thousand points against. Yeah, That's I've bad. I finally broke the two thousand point mark for points four, which is which is a good good news for me. Yeah, I'm uh, very happy about that. I don't. I don't like my record going to the playoffs because I got to play Chad as of right now. Mm-hmm. But I think Chad's beatable. Yes. So, and that's why I would super love to keep my number one spot and have to face either Melissa or Sierra. Which Sierra's team scares me more than Melissa's, honestly. And if you look at points four, you'll see why. Oh well, yeah, she's um, the closest one to you and I. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Well, she's got eighteen sixty. Melissa's got eighteen hundred. So that's, yeah. they're not far off of each other. But I, I still think I, Melissa's I think more Sierra- beatable. I think Sierra's got a higher upside in her in her team than mm-hmm. Melissa does. So that'll wrap us up for the week, guys. We appreciate and love every single one of you. Thank you for listening. Check out our socials at uh, Beard Brothers FF on Twitter, and then just Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. Just search it on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. YouTube. Check out check us out on all those. If you haven't, leave us a review on iTunes. We would greatly appreciate it, and that helps us get our name out there. I would also like to add that we are now on Google Podcasts as well, in case you don't have iTunes. Ooh. So yeah, we got Google Podcast down. Yep, We've got just, Spotify down. I just got that um, email yesterday. We are a real podcaster. Yay we, us! Hot day. High five. Yeah, high five. Uh, eh. That was no fuck that. Too sweet. Bam. Bloop. But yeah, um, go check out. Um, God, I'm, I lost my train of thought there. <laughs> uh, Super Movie Brothers. Check them out. They're can't, awesome. Can't thank them enough for all the help they've given mm-hmm. us. Yeah, Dave and Jay are awesome. They cuss about as much as we fucking do, and I love it. <laughs> And uh, they give awesome reviews on movies, both spoiler-free and spoiler-filled. And then, um, so yeah, check them out. Also, if you want to follow them on Twitter, it is SuperMoviePod. Yes. I think so. I was just looking at it today. Yeah, at SuperMoviePod. So give them a follow. Check them out. And then, uh, of course, ATB Sports just pumping out bangers all the time. Fucking fucking bangers. Bangers, bro. Oh, (laughs) But yeah, uh, they have awesome, awesome fucking articles every week. I, I would like to give a special shout out because I read it and and as a Browns fan, I felt the exact same way. But if if you kind of want like a, a fan's perspective on the whole Miles Garrett situation, the open letter to Miles that was written mm-hmm. by Erica, mm-hmm. very well written, Mama Erica. Yeah, and I appreciated what she put mm-hmm. in that. There was definitely a lot of emotion, so give that one a special look. Shout out to Stephanie as well. She uh, was blowing up Twitter with our our pie bet that we have coming, not this upcoming week, but the week after that. The, th- the Thanksgiving game? Yep. So it's, it's pumpkin pie with whipped cream on it. Oh, hot damn. Yeah. So Cowboys win. She eats the pie. Bills win. I eat the pie. They tie. There still will be pie. <laughs> I, I, I hope the Bills win. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, go. I'm your beard brother. She is a woman that works for a company that we are associated with. Fuck you, AJ. Fuck you hard. I was just kidding. No, you weren't. Shut up. I know. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, yeah, thanks again. Uh, don't forget to check out atbsports.net, the actual website. Follow them at atbsportsnet on Twitter and all that fun stuff. Uh, they have a shit ton. They have a Jags podcast. They have a Cowboys podcast coming. They have a Cavs podcast. Um, See, Alex just started the college podcast. Yeah, a- a- around the campus? Across the campus. Across the campus. Sorry, God fucking losing my mind here but yeah um check out all of them uh captain shearly something i don't know captain shear alex shear if you look up alex shear on twitter you can follow him chandler adams as well i don't know their handles 
Uh, I'm giving out full names, so. <laughs> I think it's on there. Anyway. They live at. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, that'll do it for the week. We appreciate you guys. As usual, we love you. Uh, keep sharing, liking, reviewing everything you can. Keep supporting us, and we will keep showing you guys love. We'll and, see you next week. And we will talk to you in the future. Goodbye. We're out.